When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, sit back and relax. Lori and Julia are going to take you guys to the next hour. We've got a whole lot of fun planned for you guys. Holly's going to step in for some Dirt Alert action. We've got Hollywood news and, of course, a very juicy vintage scandal to get to you guys. So let's have some fun. All right, oh I have a God. question, you guys. Yes, go ahead. Did you um, see the big reveal this morning of the new Washington football team's <laughs> name and logo? Uh, do you even know what it is? I the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Commanders, yes. Mm-hmm. I did not see it, but I heard about it the day before because apparently... A helicopter flew over the building with the new logo inside. <laughs> oh, that's how they yep. found out. With the big signage. Yeah. In the 50-yard line, it had the new logo yep. right there. Yep. And the day before, they're supposed to tell the whole yep. state, hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah, no, you, you found out the day before because some idiot with a helicopter flew over it in a news A kid with a drone could have flown over it and found that's, out. Well, that's why they shouldn't have. They should have covered it right. or not painted it. Exactly. 20 yards by 20 yards in the yeah. middle of their field. So who's the guy, um, Craig Melville from the Today Show was sitting down with a... What, their, Melvin. Melvin mm-hmm. was sitting down on the field with, you know, their the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl who was a Washington football player and then... A new teammate, and then there that was here in Minneapolis, by the way. Or was when he won? Yeah, that Washington quarterback. Oh. That was that was the Super Bowl at the Metrodome. Yeah, remember that cold, cold both times. That was when Marilyn Carlson Nelson got them here, and TJ Fridays had the big thing. And the that? lamest Super Bowl. I feel like it was Disney something. Yeah, I still remember the fun though around it. Of the that one, yes. Oh my gosh, we went down. Oh my oh, gosh, yes, I do. Oh, I went downtown and yeah, never... had a girlfriend who didn't have any money who wondered if she could should go to Sheik's and see if she could drum up some business. And I said, <laughs> That's not even your business. There's so many people in town. I feel like I'm desperate, and I'm like, you're not that desperate. <laughs> we were at Cafe Havana. Mm, remember that was next a fun to place. Runyon's mm-hmm. and just had a wild night and. Um, yeah, yeah, it was that was that was a fun time. Yeah. Both times the Super Bowls have been here have been very fun oh, times, yeah. but freezing cold. Oh, yeah, of the course. last one was uh-huh. freezing brutal, cold, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, Farrah Fawcett, uh, you know, she would have been seventy five today. Is that all? Wow. Yeah. She died the same day as Michael Jackson. That's right. And we had a memorial for her at the Mall of America Grant. We were so upset that yeah. her. Death got eclipsed Over, by Michael yes. Jackson. I know, same day. Yes. Same day. And um, But anyway, the Farrah Fawcett Foundation said to, that today, what would have been her 75th birthday, they are releasing a limited edition NFT of wow. Farrah's red swimsuit yes. poster. Yes, 
I'm all for this. I don't like NFTs, but I'm for this one. Yes. Yep, yes. yep. That they're they're excited to bring this iconic yes. piece of American culture into the world of NFTs. It was the best selling poster of Ever. all time. Ever. And um so yeah, so that's happening and they are, you know, gonna be using some of the money um for cancer, cancer research, research and stuff like that. Um because yeah. that's what she of course uh passed, passed away, away from. from. And uh, so that's happening, the Fair Fawcett NFT, non-fungible token. I don't really like the word fungible. It's I, too close I, to fungus. It is. And vaginismus. Oh, that good old world. <laughs> you know that word. Everyone uses it. Vaginismus. 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 Mm-hmm. What is that? Eh, it might be when you have uncontrollable spasming of your vagina during oh, sex and it's it painful. Up. No, Vagimismus. That is a made up. I, I no, Juliet. I don't think I. Grant. I she's I making that word. up. I'm I, not making it up. Up my outside of my biology. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> it's the body's automatic reaction to the fear of any type of vaginal penetration. Oh, it's a real thing. Oh, a, so it's a. It's a terrible fear. You, yeah. then you tighten up. Well, that nothing is. can come in. And it could be for physical reasons, physiological reasons, psychological. Sure. So I did wow. not make up that word. I was just showing off my Latin Language. vocabulary once nice again. Good job. I do need to correct myself. Yeah. I made a mistake. That okay. Williams, Doug Williams was the Washington quarterback. It wasn't in Minnesota. It was uh, against the Denver Broncos, and it was a different Super Bowl. I thought I totally, they, they, my apologies. Our so. listeners are outraged. Yes, no, right. Send your complaints to B. Arthur right now. Like, oh, That's right. I'm sorry. Grant I think I did something wrong. so off base. I, yeah. don't wanna, I don't want to throw it wrong fast. Go to your sure. room. Yes. Go to your room. <laughs> Mic off. Um, okay, so, you know, we heard a couple, a few weeks ago about um, Brian Cox, who plays the Patriarch in Succession. Yes. He did a book. Yes. And if you um, remember correctly, he, if you remember the movie, he played uh, King Agamemnon in Troy. With Brad Pitt, yeah. and they filmed that in yes. Malta. Yes, and he's got an interview in Vanity Fair where he broke down some of the highlights of his career. And let's just say, for Brian Cox, seen a ripped Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt up close and personal. And that was the first time Brad was in Malta, and he was still with Jennifer yes, Aniston. Yes, he was. And I think she just went and visited him once, and then yep. left. But they they were there for a few long weeks. time. He said it was a great experience. This is from Variety. Brian Cox saying this about Brad Pitt. A great cast. I remember at one point being just a gog at Brad. He'd never been in costumes like that. He walked on set and my jaw was down because he was so stunningly beautiful. I'm straight, but I thought, my God, this guy is stunning. What chance does one have on the screen against this beautiful, beautiful man? He's he not was, a guy, but Brian Cox does not gush. No, I know. He ever. was gushing. Well, you remember how gorgeous he was in that movie. Leather miniskirt, knee-high yeah. sandal boots. Who was the love the in earth, that one? The earth could have moved. <laughs> okay, the cast included Eric Bana, Orlando Bloom, Diane Kruger. That's right. Sean wow. Bean, Brendan Gleeson, Peter O'Toole. Mm-hmm. What a crew. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. So anyway, just but filming that filming went on a long time, and I knew at the we time we were worried for, for their, their relationship. relationship. That's right. And then he went back to Malta, where they filmed the movie Two If by Sea, or what the hell was that movie? Two If by Sea. 
where they filmed this unhappy couple yes. in Malta, and, and that was, was the end Angelina of the end. Angelina Jolie wrote the movie, mm-hmm. directed the movie, we talked about it movie. forever. We know, and Lori <laughs> talked about it uh-huh. forever, mm-hmm. and then never saw it. That's right. By the sea. By, yeah, the, by, by the, sea. the sea. And I saw it. It was a dreadful, <laughs> miserable peek into people sharing a hotel room that hated each other. Oh, mm-hmm. it was so horrible. You, Lori has a history that you don't know about, Grant, mm-hmm. where she would talk about all Johnny Depp's movies, like The Shadows, The Dark Shadows. and I said Dark Shadows. Okay, and the one where he was Jim Jer- or um, the horsey one. Um, oh, Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, and she talked about it, waxed poetically about it for two years before it came out, and then she would never see them. Never go to it. Oh, there's a lot <laughs> coming out at times. It's tough yeah, to see it all. go on and on. I'm like, yeah. we just talked about this 10 minutes ago. Oh, but yeah. I, did I tell you? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I got to tell you about this movie. I, speaking of movies. How are you going to see this one? No, well, she doesn't see these. Right now, <laughs> it's scheduled for one showing Saturday at the Parkway Theater as part of the Great Northern Festival. But it is a subject near and dear to my heart. And anyone okay. who's listened to this show for a long time knows that we get very excited in the month of March for Minnesota State High School Hockey. Okay. It is a movie, you guys, called Hockey Land. Okay. And it documents a year on ice between Eveleth Gilbert and Hermantown. Awesome. Oh, Hermantown, yeah. Yeah, the two northern powerhouse, powerhouse teams. yes. And at some point um, back in the 90s, Eveleth and Hermantown crossed in the night as Hermantown was on its way up. Eveleth was on its way down. Mm-hmm. They had lost population. And it's a documentary chronicling the 2019-2020 season. And it's the third in a hockey series that they've done they did this other one called pond hockey with neil broughton that yes. was yep. well received but elizabeth gill excuse me Evelyn gilbert won the first minnesota high school hockey tournament in 1945 and for years they were a powerhouse beat the t- big twin city yes. school yes you know everything then when they changed classes is when that all changed right it, it, then the team they had yeah. they merged a, with virginia yeah. virginia high school mm-hmm. and now it's the rockridge wolverines and stuff like that but for much of the movie, the underdog Golden Bears eye the Hermantown Hawks, and it's sort of this slay the dragon. Isn't that where the Hockey Hall of Fame is in Minnesota? Eveleth, yes. yes I've yeah. been there. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So It's on the way to, late, to Ely. Yes, it is. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be playing uh, at the Parkway Theater in Minneapolis. It's going to be playing uh, Wednesday and Thursday night. Cool. At Zinema 2 up in Duluth, but maybe it'll come to a streaming service. But it's Hockey Land and it's chronicling two Minnesota high well, school teams. Yeah, yeah, kind of a good. And then Michelle Williams. She's I can't a- I can't even believe she took this job. This I, I Lori, I heard about this. No, seriously. Michelle Williams, if you need to know, she was she had a baby with Heath Ledger. Well, she's an actress. Yes. She's a what? First of all, I don't want to define her as the woman who like does that, what? but she's a really an amazing actress, and we last loved her in Fosse Ver- yes. Vernon. But we've known she her. She fell in love with the director and Party yeah, of Five. Yeah. Left and, her husband. You know, or was yeah, it yeah. Dawson's Creek? Excuse me, but yeah, she was did have a baby with Heath Ledger, and they had split up when he overdosed. Yes, and maybe was dating one of the Olsen the girls? Olsen twins. Anyway, she stepped down from a lead role in a movie called Blood, 
which is inspired by the death of her ex-partner. That's why I brought he, it up first. Oh, I knew sorry. This. That's why I said that. Yeah, she... She Sorry. she started, you know, she said, yes, I'm going to be know. in it, blah, blah, blah. They're starting to shoot the film. And she said, I can't do this. Movie. Wow. It's 100% kind of lines up with the Joker. Too close to home. Mm-hmm. Huh? Why would she even have I have no idea. That? That's why I said Heath Ledger and they have that child, Matilda, mm-hmm. who looks just like him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were together 2004 until late 2007, like maybe that fall. And then he died in the middle of January of 2008, accidentally overdosing. So anyway, weird movie for her to have agreed with in the first place, I thought. Just doesn't seem like, because she's not talked about him or, you know what I mean? But very, very private about him. That would have been a horrible press tour for her. A horrible press tour, but I also just want to follow up on something we were talking about earlier for one of our listeners responded to why Nicole Kidman never will talk about Tom besides why she always gets asked about Tom. Yeah. Is they had two children together. Yes. That are hardcore Scientologists. Mm-hmm. They were taught that she is a persona non grata and she's heard from a source that makes sense. She doesn't want to talk about them in hopes that someday she'd have a relationship with them and would never say a bad word that could hurt them about Tom or anything yeah. to hurt the opportunity to make. And how is that working out for you? Well, it's not, but I want to thank yeah. Dee yeah. for yeah. the feedback. Yeah. All right, very good. We'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, hey you. Hey you, Hi. Julia, we've got some celebrity justice news to start off with in this dirt alert this afternoon. All right. Four men have been arrested for allegedly being part of a drug trafficking organization that sold deadly fentanyl laced heroin to Michael K. Williams. Williams was best known for his role as Omar Little on the wire. He was found dead in September in his New York City apartment. And a press release from the United States Attorney General's Office of the Southern District of New York has cited four individuals that were each charged with conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute fentanyl, fentanyl and heroin. Wow. Yeah, these charges. Well, you know, this is happening. I mean, it's. Didn't that happen with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Didn't they get the people, the drug dealers? I feel like they did because the fentanyl is being cut. I mean, it cut into the into the heroin. And and cocaine. And it's out. I mean, we just saw this in Ozark. Yes. Oh, with Darlene Snell. She uh, tried to play around because she was mad at the cartel and like 47 people OD and she cut some fentanyl into like this huge barrel. Right. Jeez. Well, you know, and this happened back in September, if you guys remember. In L.A. In L.A., exactly. Yep. There was a group of comedians that were yep. at a party yep. and they ingested fentanyl-laced cocaine and three friends died yep. mm-hmm. at that party. Yep. And com- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Kate Quigley uh, was the only one out of that group that survived right. that. Scary stuff, people. It, you know, it really, truly is scary. And so uh, for these four people, they uh, face five years in prison and a maximum sentence of 40 years. I hope they get it. I hope they get them. I mean, scary. Yeah, it is very, very scary. Let's move on to Britney Spears, who's celebrating her relationship with her lawyer, Matthew Rosengart. Now, I mean, professional relationships. She didn't dump Sam Asgari, but she posted a picture of herself with her lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, who helped put an end to her conservatorship. She posted this on Instagram today, and she said, this man has turned my life around. So many exciting projects ahead. Oh, and they're both in yeah. pink gingham. Yeah. Trying to ping, he's in a pink gingham gingham shirt. Yes, maybe she's going to star in a musical adaptation of Oklahoma. I don't know. She, I bet she adores him. When she finally got to hire her own Mm -hmm. attorney. Yep. And he just looked at everything and he just looked at her. I'm going to get you out of this. And then he has just been, oh, he was so good. Or even with some of his press stuff. I I would want to hire this guy. Yeah. If I had need. Well, in, they accidentally matched for lunch, so it wasn't okay. like yeah, they yeah, were yeah. going out to Island's Burgers and just happened to wear pink gingham. But, you know, Britney Spears has talked about taking a step away from the spotlight, but it seems like she's ready to get back to work now that she's, she's at, I think she's. I think she's at the Keilani in Wailea in Maui. She's definitely in Maui. This picture is in Maui, and I feel it's the Keilani or maybe there's a Ritz-Carlton down I don't know. Do you recognize it, Holly, from all the times you've stayed in Keilani? <laughs> I know I do. No, I Keilani is a resort. I it was Wailea. It's it's in Wailea uh-huh. and it's on Maui, so it's not up in Kanapali. But they have, as part of the hotel, they have um, villas that are right on the water. Got it. And I only know there because I got to stay in that one of the villas once, and it looks slightly familiar. Like it looks familiar. Okay. Because I, I, I do it. think that you know maybe she's like come over and stay at my villa. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you conduct business from a wonderful villa? Unfortunately, I have not had the opportunity to go there. Uh, Madonna, I think she didn't mean to do this because now she has covered up the picture with a heart emoji. But we now know the name, the working title of her biopic. We do. Should we play the Dolly Parton song of the same name, Little Sparrow? Sure. You got to find that song. Well, we don't need to play it now, (laughs) but that is a Dolly Parton song, Little Sparrow. Yes, it is. Yeah, so Madonna shared a series of photographs on Instagram yesterday. She's working in the can, and I mean, sitting on the toilet. Mm -hmm. Well, she's got a very comfortable butt for sitting. I mean, right. I mean, you know, if Madonna had hemorrhoids, she's all set to go. Yeah, really. But, uh, yeah, so she's hanging out in one of her guest toilets because, goodness knows, she probably has a master bathroom that is incredible. And she's sharing some lines of dialogue where Madonna says, my name is Madonna. The journalist says, of course. So you were born in Bay City, Michigan. Did you ever imagine in a thousand years that you would dot, dot, dot? That's all we're getting. 
All right. So she didn't mean to reveal Little Sparrow. Well, I yeah. think she can do better than that title I anyway. I hate the title. Mm-hmm. I like it for the song. Not That's a weird title. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see what she means by Little Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Katie Couric was ahead of the hot gossip in her memoir that she released last year called Going There. Because in that memoir, Katie Couric mentioned Zef, excuse me, Jeff Zucker's relationship with his staffer, Allison Gallist. That is the reason why Jeff Zucker has resigned from CNN today. But Katie Couric, she, she was just writing all about it. Yeah. Yes, she was. I read it. Yeah, Julia told us that. But you know what what bugs me, Holly, is that they say to Jeff, they let you resign when, in fact, he was fired. Oh, sure. He didn't have they, a choice. They do that to a lot of No, I know, but I mean, it's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. We'll give you a, we're going to fire you, but if you want to say you resign, they do that to uh, executives. Yeah, bloody. but we know that that's the Hollywood speak is he got fired. Now, whether or not he gets paid his contract, probably not, because his company probably has a morals clause, and he should have disclosed his consensual relationship with the woman he was the boss of. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, in disclosing that, it seemed like it was an open secret. That's what they said. Yeah. Katie Couric was saying when she worked at NBC that Allison and Jeff cooked up bolder ways to draw attention for today. And that Katie Couric was like, hey, look, here's the deal over on today. We already have a PR person. But Jeff was really pushing for a role of, for Allison, for this woman over on the Today mm-hmm. Show. And apparently, I mean, this is a pretty... I don't know what the heck was going on here because Katie Couric... Uh, she wrote that Allison Gullist and her husband and her kids had moved into the apartment above the one that Jeff Sucker shared with his now ex-wife. Everyone heard about the cozy arrangement, thought it was super strange. And by that point, Jeff Sucker's wife, Karen, had become a close friend to Katie Couric. Yep. And it made me really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. No kidding. I mean, that, oh. is, that is a bold move. Yeah. Oh, big time. <laughs> so they... They left their respective spouses for each other, even though they're not married, but they're right. both divorced, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, did they have the secret laundry chute? I don't yeah. know. Playing <laughs> telephone? Jeez, I don't know. The elevator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All, All right. right. Thanks, guys. Holly, thank, thank you. you. It's 2-2-22 today, just FYI. You know. She, oh, thank you. For- <laughs> thank you. She really cared. <laughs> I'm trying to give my numerology people something. Well, I liked it. Thank you. And we'll give you a nice traffic Two, report. 2468, who do we appreciate? appreciate you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, exactly. guys. Let's take a look at your My Talk traffic. Now that it's a hump day, we've got to get to something real, real dicey. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay, so I know that you guys haven't watched The Gilded Age yet on HBO and HBO Max. Want to. Want to. And it's mm-hmm. by Julian Fellows, who brought us Downton Abbey. Last week, we did do, like, just two stories of scandalous things that happened in that time period. Because right? apparently, there's a plethora of stuff that happened between, like, 1880 and 1920. There was. And, I'm, and I hope I'm not overstepping, because I wasn't here last week. No I'm going to talk remember. about Mrs. Astor. Oh. Because... Mrs. Astor was, Carolyn Astor was everything. She ruled over, ruled over New York High Society in the Gilded Age. And an entry to one of her parties for the 400, which you guys talked about last we week. We talked about the, the guy, guy Stan, yep. who came yep. up with the 400, mm-hmm. uh, the most influential rich people. And if you weren't on that list, you were nobody. And then he died in shame Kind of because he wrote a tell-all book like Truman Capote and Mrs. Astor, who was his number one, had a party on the night of his wake. Oh, I love that. 
So she, she was, was she the was power lady. So she was from um, the Astor family fortune was founded in the 1800s by German immigrant John Jacob Astor. And she married him and she was from New York old society. And the upper echelon formed from the descendants of the original English and Dutch settlers known as the Knickerbockers. Okay. So I think Nathan Lane is the character of the guy who came up with the 400 in the Gilded Age. Oh, I haven't seen him yet. Yeah, okay, then oh, he hasn't shown yet. up, but he plays that there. real life character, so maybe Mrs. Astor's going to show up. She already is. That's oh, okay. why this was what kind of spirit it last night, because she has so much power. If it doesn't run by Mrs. Astor, you're in or out of society. Okay, so she is in the Gilded yes, Age. Yes, she is. So okay. that was kind of what has inspired okay. this. So she um, was very much... Uh, a woman that um, was a part of this group, and she was the highest up, so she could let you know whether you're in or you're out to all of high society. Okay. And the group was known as the Bouncers, um, and huge fortunes have been made after the Civil War, and, you know, if you were in her social circles, you were golden. But she didn't like the new money or the soiled money, which she thought was railroad barons, and that is the Vanderbilt family. So when she um, would have these families, and I want to tell you two descendants from the Vanderbilts are, of course, Anderson Cooper, whose mom was Gloria Vanderbilt, and Timothy Oliphant is also third cousin to Anderson Cooper. Okay. And um, she thought railroad money was dirty. But she, in the Gilded Age, it was all about old money, new money. So anyway, she, um, they built this huge townhouse, her and her husband, a four-bay townhouse in this newly fashionable brownstone. Everything is being on Fifth Avenue. And mm. where their house is, is now where the Empire State Building is. Mm. And they moved wow. it. So she was just the blah, 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 the bee's knees. And I want to tell you, she had, um, her husband had a brother. And she decided, Mrs. Astor decided to drop her husband's surname, middle name, first name, like Mr. Charles Astor. She just wanted to be Mrs. Astor. And she was very strong. And her brother-in-law had a wife that was younger than her, but and he wanted his wife to be the, the Mrs. Astor. These two brothers built houses right next to each other. Oh my God. Okay. And so, huge houses. Huge houses. Huge, uh, huge. And Mr. Astor was a womanizer, kind of a drunk, and died. So when he died, the brother thought, I want my wife, Mary or Mamie, to be the bee's knees. To no. be the only Mrs. Yes. Astor. Wasn't going to Not happen. the widow Mr. Wasn't Mr. Gonna Astor. Astor. So what he did, in spite of his sister-in-law, Mrs. Astor, is he tore down his house and built the Waldorf Hotel. Oh, wow. Bigger, got the sunlight out of them, you know, blocked their views. Bigger, huge, right next to his sister-in-law's house because he was pissed at her. So that happened, and then what happened? So he builds the Waldorf um, home, and then a couple years later, she builds the Astoria 
Oh. So the Waldorf Astoria yeah. is two different hotels' properties. They're two different mansions that became a hotel. So, wow, I never knew that. Yeah, so when um, Waldorf you know, had his father's house torn down, replaced by the first Waldorf Hotel, the hotel was specifically di- designed to overshadow Mrs. Astor's mansion, was right next door, with his status, because he was so pissed off that his wife couldn't be you know, the high society gal. The opulence of the Waldorf Hotel revolutionized how New York society um, would celebrate because they used to go into homes before. And the term the 400 was loosely based on how many people could fit in Mrs. Astor's ballroom. Okay, yes. It it could handle 400 people. So then um, when she was so mad at this guy, she decided she was going to tear down her house and put in stables so they would smell horse manure and everything, but decided not to. But they erected another hotel, the Astoria. And soon the to- hotels emerged together as the Waldorf Astoria. And consequently, they um, had, you know, everything, blah, blah, blah. But the Waldorf Astoria then was torn down and moved to a different location, Lori. Oh, my gosh. And what erected there was the Empire State Building wow. and the original site. So she also had, um, you know, this daughter, how they finally allowed the Vanderbilts to be part of high society is Mrs. Astor had a daughter that wasn't invited to a Vanderbilt's daughter big party. Like and, a probably debutante yeah, or something. And so she was so upset by all of this that she had to figure out a way to like save face and let the Vanderbilts be part of society. And eventually, the Vanderbilts, Mrs. Vanderbilt, took over as the dam of society. Oh, the grand dam. Yeah, so she lost out to her. I thought you were going to say Mrs. Astor's daughter married a Vanderbilt. Probably, but yeah. that would be too much to read for okay. me right now. Okay. <laughs> but I want to tell you about, remember I was telling you about that thing that she wore? Um, the stomacher. Stomacher. So if you see that a stomacher, it is it is something. We saw it in Bridgerton. Yes. All the dresses in Bridgerton have a ups have a diamond shape in the middle of their dresses, and it's bedule, bejeweled, bedazzled. It had diamonds. Some of them. Sometimes it's she, a different color. Yes, it's a different color, and it and it's called what again? A stomacher. Stomacher. I read it to you, I yeah. think. And then you yes. had a different name for it. Well, I'll give you the French name if mm-hmm. you want. But it's always this triangle um, that looks boned. Right, right. Or something. Well, they are still got a corset underneath. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a triangle. You see it in all these dresses. It was used from the 15th century to the beginning of the 19th century. So any period movies, we, fee- we see 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th. These, these, this is in the dress. This the is stomacher. in the dress. And her great asset, Mrs. Astor, was her dignity closely, closely followed by her discretion. She is known to have ma- never made a controversial remark in public. Wow. She could be friendly, but never intimate, and she never confided. Another woman might, might have found it difficult to live down the behavior of a husband such as hers, mm-hmm. um, was a heavy drinker and a vero- ferocious Vivacious or what? Vivacious, you, but I like ferocious because it's vivacious and ferocious. Thank you. Ferocious. It's a new word. A new word. That's great. Ferocious, I, vivacious, ferocious. There you go. Ferocious. It's for free today. Mm-hmm. In person, she was of medium height, plump, plain, and olive skin with black hair. Later on, she wore black wig and smallest gray eyes that missed nothing. She favored dark col- colors, usually black, but often regal purple. 
and wore her diamonds rather as an idol bedecked for worship. Mm-hmm. At one dance, for instance, a diamond stomacher, that panel. Yeah, that's usually decorated yes. with jewelry. Yes, glittered embroidery. on her blue velvet dress, and her black hair was a diamond tiara with diamond stars, several diamond necklaces mm-hmm. studded with immense Diamonds that hung around her neck, clusters of bracelets and diamonds. She just wore everything diamond. That's how you, social status on the stomacher. I'm just yeah. reading this on yeah. Wikipedia that women that had money, not only would you wear your tiara, but you would put jewelry on your stomacher. I just, I never knew what a stomacher was before. Otherwise known as a devant de cassage. <laughs> French. <laughs> Sounds a lot better than first way around. I think. So you're, yeah. so you're gonna, you're gonna. This character comes up in the Gilded Age. Okay, good. And then she loses her reign, but it's funny how her the brothers, you know, one died, the other brother never is like, knew that about the Waldorf. I Australia. didn't either. And look for the Nathan Lane character. He's the guy Stan who came up We're, with the four hundred, who Mrs. Astor ends up shunning. Because he wrote a book. He wrote a tele-book. Like a Truman, tele-book like Truman Capote. did with the swans later. Yes. Yes. And got shunned. And Mrs. Astor had a party in her ballroom on the night of his wake. Wow. All right. Good stuff. All that was right. very good. Thank All you, right. Julia. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back. Uh, I've we... got some cool shows for you okay. to watch tonight that people don't Here know about. Thank Thank you, Grant. That's Dolly Parton singing Little Sparrow, which may or may not be Madonna's biopic. It should just be called Madonna. No kidding. FYI. But Dolly is, uh, you know, uh, nominated nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame today. And Holly posted for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a fan vote. And all you have to do is. Yeah, all you have to do is register your name and then you can pick five people and vote. But the thing is. That's kind of fun. I forgot about this because I probably do it every year. But um, you can uh, the fan vote, whoever comes out number one, counts as one of the... Critic votes? Yes, nice. basically. Yes, yes. Just one. So right now on the leaderboard, Pat Benatar closely followed by Dolly, followed by Duran Duran, Eminem, Eurythmics, and then all the rest of the people are down at the bottom. Well, right. Lionel Richie with 17,000 votes compared to Pat Benatar with 300,000 votes. Wow. And, you know, Eminem with 20. I mean, it's a yeah. big difference in that the is. top five. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so, so I've got... It's registered it's, if you want to do that. Yeah, that's cool. It's posted on our show page. Yeah. So just a couple cool things that I saw that are um, premiering tonight. And there's this documentary on Disney Plus called Torn. Have you either of you heard about this? Mm-mm. No. It's... it's Max Lowe was only 11 when he lost his father, Alex, to a legend, a legendary mountain climber after an avalanche buried him and a cameraman in the Tibetan Himalayas in 1999. But listen this to this. This is right up our alley, this Julia. Is, okay. Grant, I told you. We love, love these Mount Alpine Everest. things. This we love perfect. Yeah. everything. And then in an unusual, in, unusually intimate documentary, Max examines his father's legacy and the impact the death had on his family after... His dad's or his mother uh, married her husband's best friend and climbing partner, Conrad Ankler. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Who survived the avalanche? Oh, oh. even dicier. All are torn in one way or another when Alex and David's bodies are found 16 years later oh. and the family tra- travels to the remote region to reclaim them. Oh, my gosh. What's this, what's this called? It's here? called Torn and it's on Disney Plus. Ooh. 
I, I gotta tell Casey about no, this. No, this sounds good. Mm-hmm. My, oh. son, I, my son's going over tonight. I think I'm going to make him watch oh, it. Oh, there you go. A little ice cream, maybe? You I know. I said he wants food, though. <laughs> I well, asked, did you give him the credit card I, to pick up some food? No, I want to, because <laughs> he wants me to get it. And I'm like, I had to go to Grammys. All right, well, anyway. And then the other thing that is tonight that I've never watched this, but I feel like, Grant, you may have... Big Brother Celebrity Edition. Absolutely. Okay. When does this start? It starts tonight, tonight. on CBS. Yes. And so here is the cast, okay? Um, you are going to get Cynthia Bailey. She's a housewife Atlanta. Heck yeah. Todd Bridges from the old... What was that story? Different Strokes. Yeah, Different, different strokes. strokes. Yes. Um, Todd Rick Hall, I don't know. Chris Todd Ka- Rick Hall, is, um, he was a choreographer, dancer with Taylor Swift. Got mm-hmm. it. God, Laura, you know this. Mm-hmm. Chris Catan from SNL Days. Yeah. Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. Oh, yeah. Carson Cressley from Queer Eye, and we love Carson love Presley. Him. Teddy Mellencamp from the Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Shannon Mulliker. I don't know who she Mark, is. Mokler. She was married to Travis Barker. Barker. Yeah, oh, Barker's old ex, his ex-wife. Yeah. Okay. Mira Nagasu, and she is a figure skater. No, she is, I think she was an Olympic skater. Mm-hmm. And then um, Maisha Tate, who's a UFC boxing Champion. champ. Yep. And then Lamar Odom. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is a good crew. I've watched the other three previous. This one sounds like the best crew. And the nice thing about it, it starts today. It'll be done by the 28th of February. It's three weeks long. Running during the Olympics. Yeah. If you want an alternative on CBS. Yeah, that'll be a tough one. But I'm excited. I'll be watching this today. So I kind of thought, and then, of course, we already talked the Olympics coverage. You can start getting tonight um, on um, Peacock, NBCOlympics.com, or NBC Sports app. Mm-hmm. And then the Pam and Tommy documentary dropped three, the first three of eight on Hulu that you can start watching tonight as well. Mm-hmm. So I just, that torn one sounded different. And really? Celebrity Big Brother even... No, that sounds I've like I've never watched neither. one, but I kind of like this cast. Yeah. Same. And when you get them locked up like that, Yes, it's interesting stuff happens no matter who the cast is. But this one sounds good. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you can't dance, you can go on Celebrity Big Brother. If you (laughs) don't mind that. I mean, that is one way of somebody who like is maybe on the D list, if you will. They can make some serious money. I mean, Leslie Jordan, you know, one of the things he said before, you know, he found his pandemic lockdown success and. His How show. you doing, all you hunker downers? Yeah, um, but he he said that the reason he went on Celebrity Big Brother UK uh, was because he got paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for six weeks or four weeks or whatever, and that's a lot of money. A lot of money, and he said, and it's really hard for anyone in the U.S. to see something when it's on Australia or UK version like oh i love that so he had some anonymity kind of and and he said you do go crazy living in these houses people behave badly yeah because you get on each other's nerves it's like this camp kind of a thing no tv no internet access Mm -hmm. no alcohol now the celebrity big brother rules when it comes to drinking are a little bit different yes but uh there's no access to any entertainment other than your mouth and what you have to say yeah so all these people (laughs) need a paycheck too is the other reason they do it and and then of course who knows what kind of things will come out of that, that or, or do, depends on how they behave. Does it make people look well? I think if there's not drinking, you don't look like a fool. Well, like they used to have it, and then they took it away because it too became, bad. It became a problem. Yeah, it right. Was, it was too much drama. Yeah, and much. they don't have access to social media or anything, right? No yeah, phones. no. The, the last time, no I mean, they had no idea the pandemic. I mean, it was 
It's crazy. They are completely locked out. Yeah. But All right. Any fun bowling for you tonight? I am bowling Back tonight. On the ticket. Back on the ticket. Nice. I love it. Ready to get out there and, uh, you know, see if I do any better than the last time I played. Which was uh, not hitting the broad side of a barn, Jules. I oh, want to hear a lot of that tonight. Oh. And I'm going to be envisioning, you know, different things for inspiration, Julia. What's straight down the middle? Right where I want it. I, you're, Lori's an aimer. Put a head on that pin. She I is an aimer. aimer. She can aim. I mean, I'm telling you, yeah. it's a good thing to be able to do. Well, and you took a week off last week. So you... Two weeks, because then I was in Mexico. Oh, so wow. I'm kind of hoping, you know. You're loose, You're going to have the juju with you. Something, please. The bowling gods. Oh, but... I can't have this much bowling humiliation in my life. But why do I do it so long? All those moments of glory, weeks and weeks between. <laughs> good Lord. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, Grant. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.